0: Manila, are you ready? What what in the world? Producer Joseph, where is Latrice? Well, Latrice had another gig, as we all know, so I am your Latrice for today. Oh, well, this is gonna be interesting, so stay tuned. Girl. Forever.
1: Dog! Manila! Latrice Royale! I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Give it everything you got. Tryna make it to the top. Never, ever gonna stop. Even if you get the chop. Chop, 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 chop. Girl, you got the chop. <laughs> Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Now, Latrice unfortunately cannot be here for this show as she was a double booked and double blessed. So we tapped our producer, Joseph, uh, Joseph Shepard, to co-host with me today. Now, Joseph, you produce our show, The Chop. You also produce Famous This Week um, with Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka. Yes. The pageant pod with Willem in Alaska, which is new and I live. Uh, plus, you also interview queens in your exposed series on youtube and you just started your own podcast exposed dragged out um you interview what the drag queens from drag race
0: yeah who went home first so we oh, like <laughs> dive it yeah so i i was like why not what happened so we started with pork chop we had like tempest du jour i've done james mansfield that comes out mm-hmm. and then we went like over the pond too we did like you know Dibble and tapped, you know. See what see Uh-oh. what happened with these crazy girls who we don't know where they went. Uh, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> they went home. That's where they, they went. went home. <laughs> 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 oh Wait, my
0: god! Have you have you done a podcast without Latrice yet? Is this or have you had like a guest co host before?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the second time. Latrice is. <laughs> She's wanted everywhere, I guess. Uh, No, it's actually just been, it's just a scheduling issue because of the time differences or whatever. But there was one time where I, um, where she literally was like halfway through the podcast. She was like, oh, gotta go girl. And I was like stuck with, remember it was like Courtney Act was on the, on the call, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, Courtney. I'm like talking with uh, uh we were on uh, the podcast. I'm in LA, or well, we're in LA, right? And uh, Latrice is in London on London time. Courtney Act is in Australia, Australian time. It's just like we're all these different. Uh, it's very hard to coordinate this
0: thing. I want to get in. I want to get into this thing that I saw on the internet that you had your drag den for the Philippines. Uh, so you're hosting. Are you the RuPaul of the Philippines now?
1: I am not the RuPaul of the Philippines. I believe that RuPaul is still yeah. the RuPaul of the Philippines. Um, but I am... Um, no, the thing about it is that um, when I went to the Philippines my first time as Manila years ago, I was blown away at the talent of the, of the drag queens, the local queens in the Philippines. And I was like... Yo these queens are not getting the love that they need, not even from the people in the Philippines, because like the drag scene in the Philippines is kind of like where the drag scene was here in the States before Rupaul's drag race came around. You know what I mean like uh, not yeah. it's not common it's not common. it's not part of like their pop culture the way that drag has become out here or or other places in the world, so um. Since there's there's no Drag Race Philippines yet, um, we decided to start our own reality TV show. And it's going to be original. It's being produced by the uh, by produce wonderful producers in the Philippines. It's going to be very Filipino. It's going to be very different from anything that we are we kind of are familiar with from like the franchise of Drag Race. So, so we won't get sued by RuPaul. <laughs>
0: No, but it's but, but gonna that's be... so exciting. Like how did that how did that come about? Did you just randomly get a phone call or were you also in the works of it?
1: Um well what happened was is that I've been wanting to expand into the market of the Philippines because I've always wanted to be a Filipino celebrity. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so my my um my family was always like, "Oh, Carl, you should just move to the Philippines and become an actor, you know, because you're mestizo, which which means that I'm half I'm half Filipino, so you'll be so handsome and you'll get all the parts on the soap operas. Um, and then I was like, okay, well that's not happening because I, I don't speak Tagalog, so <laughs> I don't speak Filipino, so I was like, okay, whatever. But then, uh, you know, when I went to the Philippines as Manila, I was like, oh, dang, I'm I'm kind of like a big deal out here. Like they named an entire city after me. Yeah. And an island after me. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I named myself after the city and then named, named myself after the island. But um yeah, so um I I had done some projects out in the Philippines before the pandemic. Um and so I had wanting I'd been wanting to come back. Um so now that things are starting to open up, I struck a deal with this uh with this agency out, out in the Philippines called Cornerstone, and uh we've been Working on some projects for me, some performances, some TV shows, movies, wow. music. It's insane. And then they were like, oh, we have this, uh, we have this show idea that's been been bouncing around in the office for a while, and we think that this might be like the perfect time and the perfect
0: fit. So here we are. That is that's so awesome. You you said uh, what did you say? You said that like your parents wanted you to be like a F- Filipino celebrity. What is what is that like? What is what is the celebrity culture there? Is it like if you are big in the Philippines? Like, are you? What's your level of fame? I guess you would say.
1: Well, I, I mean, I guess your fame. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, no, no. I, but but I'm, I haven't. You, I haven't. Um, I haven't really like tried because I've I've only really been to the Philippines in short little, like maybe like a week like maybe a week, maybe a few days, you know? So I've I've never really experienced what it's truly like. And when I was there for the few times and for the few days that I was there, I, I had to cram a lot of, of stuff into my schedule. So I wasn't even able to like do all the touristy things that I wanted to do because I had photo shoots and commercials and uh, videos I had to shoot. So I'm excited because it's going to be a lot of work. But you know what I'm really nervous about? is yesterday I took my very first Filipino lesson. So I'm learning Tagalog, which is the, like... uh, The Philippines, because it has thousands of islands, there are different dialects and different languages all over the Philippines. So there's multiple languages. Uh, But the, the main language that they decided on in the Philippines is Tagalog. And so I'm trying to learn that. So... We'll see how it works. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep everyone. Are that's you listening are you cramming? Updated.
0: Are you using? Are you using a Duolingo?
1: No, I'm listening to Duolipa, but I'm not using. No, no, no Rosetta Stone app. I'm, I actually have a. I have a tutor that I I Zoom with, from the Philippines. But more oh. importantly, not just teaching me like, uh, they're not just teaching me Filipino by teaching me the gay lingo, because, you know, that's the more important part. I I don't care. I can actually speak English. A lot of people in the Philippines can understand and speak English. So I'm not worried. I can speak English the whole time. But I want to be able to read a bitch for filth in Tagalog. Yes. So I am, I'm learning all the, I'm learning all the slang and gay lingo.
0: I... Ah i I love that. That's actually really, really cool because I think that that's that's the one thing that I always try to look forward to is that I mean, this sounds really cliche. But like if it's a doctor, I want a sexy hot doctor. if, if that's gay. Like you know, if it's this, then I want a nice person to teach me this realm of the gay thing. So I'm glad that you're getting a little Filipino gay slang and stuff in there,
1: Yes, yeah, so it should be fun. I'm thinking because I am American. And I'm going to be trying to speak Tagalog, which has a very distinct accent. I don't know if you've ever met a Filipino person, but they have a very thick accent sometimes. Um, <laughs> I never thought that my mother had a Filipino accent until like, I left for college and then came home. And I was like, oh, this entire time, mom, you've had a Filipino accent. I've just never known. Um, I, got- <laughs> I also never knew that I, my dad had a Minnesotan accent until I left until I left Minnesota and came back and I was like, oh, everyone in my family has an accent. What the, what the heck? <laughs> so I'm assuming that when I get to the Philippines and they're going to hear me trying to speak Tagalog, I am going to have the thickest American accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they'll they'll you know be able like to clock Sofia you. Vigata,
1: Yeah, you know, Sofia Vigata has from, from Modern Family has that yes. really thick Colombian accent. I feel like that's going to be me. (laughs) I'm going to be the (laughs) Sofia Vergara from America in the Philippines.
0: (laughs) Hey, but everybody loves Sofia Vergara here. So everybody will love Manila. So there you go. Well, they better. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I think it's time for a little break and then we can dive into this inbox and help people because, you know, Mm. I am totally licensed.
1: Yeah, I'm totally licensed too. Uh, Just just a note we are not licensed therapists. Definitely don't listen to anything we're saying. This is just for your entertainment. We'll be right back. Girl. <laughs> Okay, we're back, and we are here to give you advice, and we want to help you determine if you should chop someone or something out of your life. So please, send us an email at latriceandmanilla at gmail.com, so we can give you advice on who or what you need to chop out of your life. Um, you, come on, fill in for Latrice, Joseph Shepard, producer. Why don't okay, you let me the first- do you have, do you even know the
0: password this, to our, our this inbox? This is from. <laughs> I do. Let me let me type it in. <laughs> it is from Luke. Oh, um, Luke. he says, "Dear aunties Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon, I will be your auntie today. I love you both. Seeking some advice about how to be the most helpful of." Aff- Because a friend who slid into my DMs for guidance. He's a manly man, armed forces veteran Mm. who's only dated women in the years I've known him. He popped in to say, Oh, by the way, I'm getting married to some girl. So I congratulated him. He says, I'm not sure if I'm making the right choice. This made me remember many years ago, the same friend was hooking up with another guy friend at a party. I want to encourage my friend to live his truest life, especially if he's already having doubts about this proposal to his girl. I am personally not qualified to advise on matrimonial merit matters. We are not either. And even <laughs> less qualified when it comes to the closest inspection. Please help. Dagshat. Is that oh, the shit? That, yeah, Dagshat.
1: He's from Holland.
0: Dagshat.
1: Remember? Okay. Oh yeah. Can you remember that far back to all the way to Drag Race Holland? That shot. Okay. So, um, Luke, uh, I actually don't. I don't know the answer to this. You have you have a few options. You could let your friend get married to this girl, because it seems like as long as you've known him, he's been with girls. Right. And just because he was once fooling around with some guy all the way back then, like, if he fooled around with a guy, then he's gotten the taste. If that wasn't the taste that he wanted to, like, spend the rest of his life tasting, then I think that, right, then he should just let him get married.
0: Yeah. But, but if, but if I contact you and I'm like, you know, hey, what's up? I'm getting married. By the way, I'm having like second thoughts. Like, do you, if a friend were to say that to you, do you think that you would respond, you shouldn't marry them? Or do you think that you would shut up? Like, what do you think you would, like, because that's where I'm looking at. I'm like, if somebody randomly is like, oh, I'm getting married, but I don't know if I'm making the right choice. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. What would, what would you do?
0: <sighs> I one, feel, huh? I feel like I would, uh, I, This is how I feel. I feel like there's a lot of times in life where people come at you and they're trying to get advice. And I think that that's what they did. They kind of like planted the nugget. However, even though they planted that nugget, that friend is not responsible for getting you out of your marriage. You have to do that yourself. So any advice that you would technically need from this friend, they're not going to be able to change your mind either way it's all up to them i mean at the end of the day i'd say live your life and you know if you realize you realize but
1: mm. yeah i mean i suppose i I guess i don't really know okay so luke i think maybe you're maybe you need to reach out to your friend and be like hey suck my dick and see if you like it (laughs) (laughs) and if they do that not not just getting your dick sucked, because like getting your dick sucked by a guy, it's going to be obviously it's going to be good because, you know, gay guys know how to suck. Yes. Dicks. So like obviously it's going to suck your dick better than your your fiance, who's probably just like, I got a rock in my finger. I'm not going to do shit no more. But lay here and give you babies. Um, That's very sexist of me to say. But but like have him suck your dick and see if he likes it. Maybe that'll change your mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I wait wait Manil, are, do you do you TikTok? Do you watch TikToks at all?
1: Uh yeah, uh yeah, hours of TikToks. If I watch there... one TikTok, I I literally have to not I have to put TikTok in you know like on your phone, you can put it in like a uh, like in the baby corner smaller folders so like yeah yeah yeah. I, I because I'll watch it for like hours.
0: Well, what about yeah, TikTok? Yeah, I I was watching the other day, and it was funny you said you should have him suck your dick. There is a guy on TikTok who is Middle Eastern and his um he has a lot of people who hire him to go to weddings where obviously the people know that the male is gay or has gay tendencies, and they hire him to have sex with the the groom, so then that way the groom gets out his gay tendencies before he gets married. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he gets paid for this shit? Yeah. So he's a hooker.
0: Yeah. On TikTok.
1: And he's just yeah. going out there telling all this business. All right. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Now, does he only do weddings? Does he do like... Bar mitzvahs? <laughs> bar <mitzvans> or... <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> birthday parties bachelor parties (laughs) (laughs) not retirement that's that's too young retirement parties there we go um now is this like a thing where like they like expose the groom and they're like oh
0: no no it's all secret like by the family so they don't like the guy's the only one who knows like the two men are technically supposed to be the only one who know like the wife doesn't know none of that happens it's just like hired through so
1: it's basically like, I'm getting married tomorrow, I need to, like, have sex with a guy, so I'm gonna hire yeah. this guy. Oh, that's fucked up. Well, Luke, maybe you need to buy, maybe you need to go on TikTok and find this guy. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, actually. Well, no, Luke, I think you should just have your friend just suck your dick and see if that works. Yeah, there you money. go. And maybe you can get your dick, you and, get get your dick well. sucked. Yeah, maybe you can. Yeah, maybe you can say, "Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you pay me to have you suck my dick?" Oh, that's a good one. I'm I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if I'm straight or not. Okay, I I I think this is I think this is gonna be a very difficult thing. Hey, because look, the, th- the thing about it is that, um, I feel like if you're gay, um, then you have it a little bit easier because you already know you're gay. But if you're like bi, and you can kind of like do either or. If you want to choose the easier road, then you would just go with marry the girl because, like, hey, I like I like boobs, I like the girls. Yeah, I like, I, I, you know, it's normal in society. Let's just get married and whatever. Um, so I would say that your your advice should be to this girl that if this guy has gay tendencies that he should just be open with his wife because who knows he, his wife might be into it. And she might be like, actually, I wouldn't mind if you brought a hot guy over here to suck. our dicks. Or does she have a, that is true. Does the wife have a dick? I'm not getting information. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe the wife will be into it. You know what I mean? If you're going to be life partners, you should be able to, I would say, Luke, tell your friend, to be open with his wife about his sexual tendencies because that's something that his wife should probably know about before she agrees to marry
0: him. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I and think, also, that... and also see if he'll suck yeah. your dick. Yeah. yeah, why not?
1: All right. We have another email. <laughs> this one's from Sam. <laughs> hi, Latrice in Manila. <clears throat> Correction. Hi producer joseph shepherd and manila <laughs> my boyfriend and i have been dating for five years i'm five foot five inches when we started dating i was probably about 140 pounds at the moment i'm fluctuating by between 155 pounds and 160 pounds yes quarantine has not been it's good okay to it's ourselves. quarantine don't don't worry sam last night we were sitting on the couch and my legs were propped up on his lap I had just painted my toenails earlier in the evening which I do once in a blue moon. He said, "Hey, your toenails look really good. You know how houses have good bones? You have really good bones. You just need to you just need a little work to be perfect." I asked him what he meant, and he said, "Like your toenails. You should really do them more often." And you got fat. But if you lost some weight, you'd really be looking good. And don't get me wrong. You're still gorgeous, which is saying a lot because a lot of people can't be fat and gorgeous. (laughs) I was pretty hurt, but I kind of mumbled something and moved on from the conversation. On one hand, it's good motivation to lose some weight knowing that he thinks this about me. On the other hand. He's gained weight since we started dating as well. (laughs) About the same amount as me. Maybe a little less. I didn't mention this, though. I don't want to hurt his feelings. What do y'all think? Should I look into this as a motivational opportunity or take issue with the comment? Thanks, Sam. Ooh, Joseph, what are your thoughts? Oh. As a person who may or may not have gained 15 pounds over quarantine.
0: See, I I have multiple things about this, because I remember when I was younger, I was a chunky, chunky kid, and my dad had a friend who came over, and the friend looked at me, and this is like a 40-year-old man, and he looked at me and he was like, wow, you've gotten quite big, haven't you? And that stuck with me for the longest time and I remember being so offended that my dad's friend would basically call me fat. But that helped me push myself, I guess you would say. And I've always had rules in relationships or like with my with my boyfriend or with my brother where it's like I've told them flat out if I start getting like gaining like a lot of weight or something, please tell me. Give me a heads up or something like that. I think there's a nice way to do it, but if somebody called me fat, nah, you begin some hands.
1: Well, he Sam's boyfriend did not call them fat. They said, you've Oh wait, no, it says you've you and you got fat. Oh never mind. <laughs> I never mind. I'm reading the I'm reading the email again. It says and you got fat. Okay. Um well. Well, here's the other thing. It's like when you're in a relationship, like when you're single, you're you gotta you, you're always like trying to make yourself look pretty to attract a mate. You know, that's just nature. The animals in on the nature channel do all, they do dances. They grow crazy feathers. <laughs> they make b- nests and they do, da- I don't know, they do crazy things to attract a mate. But once they attract the mate, it's done. They're done with it. It's like over. So, I mean, you've attracted your mate. So now you're getting plump together. You don't. I mean, <laughs> like, both of you apparently. Um, so I, I have to say, like, I think it's like a natural thing that happens because you get comfortable. You have someone to eat dinner yeah. with every day, so you share. You know, you share in your meals. You share in your yeah. So I, I mean, the both of y'all are going to get fat together. Even is just take this as a as a a clue. Later on in life, you're going to be fatter than you are right now. You're not going to be a, yeah. a cute twink or a model. For Even the skinniest models are, are a little thicker. You know, like l- look at Heidi Klum. Like she was a, a rail and, and now she's a grown woman. She's a mother. She's I mean, she's still like beautiful and skinny, but she's not as skinny as she was. Do you think her husband is calling her fat? Probably not.
0: Does she have a husband? Isn't it seal? Oh, probably I? because oh, she God. got fat. Probably
1: because she got fat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh... okay.
0: Um, do you wanna do you wanna take a break now, and then we can hop uh, back into the inbox one more time? Mm, yes, let's do that.
1: Now, if you guys wanna help, have, have uh, need help figuring out what you need to chop in your life, send us an email: at gmail.com and we might give you some terrible advice here on the Chop. we'll be right back
0: and we are back so let's get back into the inbox oh this is from mark My dear queens, the chop has become one of the few podcasts I must listen to the day it comes out. Your appraisals of the contestants are always on point. And damn, somehow you can cut a queen that is hilarious and honest, but not mean. Much respect. I live my life by don't be bitter, bitch. Just make him eat it, honey. And there is a lot of feeding going on these days. Thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) I have a question for you all. In the theme song, Manila says something I have no idea to what she's saying. I've replayed it over and over. I've also looked up the lyrics and cannot figure it out. Even if you get the chop, 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 then Manila says, gooby dooby doo baboob. What in the hell is Manila saying? (laughs) Finally, (laughs) I've recently celebrated a birthday. I'm turning 55, so I don't really celebrate birthdays and I'm not big into gifts. But I do like my husband, Ryan, to make a fuss. Well, he sits me down and opens up his iPad. What the hell is this? He presses play, and damn, if it isn't Latrice motherfucking Royale on the screen saying, Hey, Mark, it was a cameo from Latrice. I started screaming and talking back to the screen. It was one of the best birthday gifts I've ever received. Completely unexpected, and I've replayed it dozens of times. I will add that Latrice made several suggestions for the special day. Cocktails, general revelry, and... um. Certain intimate acts. I'm happy to report that we took your advice, though it was in the evening, not in the morning. Anyway, what are you saying, Manila? Your loyal subject, Mark. Um, I actually say goopy, doopy, doob, but boop.
1: I, no, I actually have <laughs> no idea what part of the song this is. Now, mind you, I wrote wait. this song like 10 years ago.
0: Okay, um, wait, so wait, wait, wait. Let's let's try to find this. I'm gonna All right. Yeah, good I can. I, 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 you were. How long ago was this song? Just it ten years?
1: Well, yeah, because I I rewrote it right after All Stars one, which was ago nine years ago. Okay, fine.
0: Okay, I'm going to share this sound with you, and we are going to do some investigative journaling.
1: Okay. Yes. All right. Now I should know this already, but I don't. So, gooby- dooby da boo
0: What was that, Manila? oh,
1: it's it's not me singing that. It's actually a a background singer singing, "Give it everything you got." Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Give it everything there we go, you've Mark. got. Not gooby dooby dooba boob. Okay. So, gooby, I, dooby, I hope that Give it everything you've got. Give it everything you got.
0: Uh, there we go. Hey, we okay.
1: figured it out. Okay, We figured it out. And I thank you, Mark, for thinking that that was my voice. Because that singer ha- it has a very beautiful voice, and it's not me. Uh, it was <laughs> uh, a singer friend of Latrice, who was wonderful to lend his voice to our song.
0: I think so I think now you need a gooby ba boob song.
1: Yeah, that's my next single. Yeah, it's gonna be the theme song to Drag Den Philippines. Gooby
0: ba boob. <laughs> wait that could be that could be the um if there's a girl group challenge that should be the song that's the girl group
1: challenge no we're not going to yes. do a girl group challenge because um we're doing we're doing our own shit yes 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 yes, yes. it'll be what? a drag queen group challenge ah there we go yes. that's how we, there we go. it.
0: yeah okay <laughs> Oh, now, my since we are in July, that means that, Manila, we're halfway done with 2021. Can you believe that? Mm, yeah, actually, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, we are. Oh, good. Good. Let, let's move on to 2022. I got I right? all my bookings that were <laughs> postponed during 2020 <laughs> moved out to 2021, but they're all postponed again because, well... This pandemic yeah. is still happening, and so 2022 is when I get all, when I get paid finally, and I can finally, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, I can't wait. Uh, I can't believe this this year is going by fast.
0: Yeah. At least we can go outside. Oh so, uh, yeah, without a mask, like in or, or in some places, most places, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, we're um if you can, they're fashion. Yeah. They're fashionable and, you know, also, like, you can, uh, can you, like, do you remember when, like, the masks first came out and it was so hard to get them and they were just all extremely ugly and then over the past year, like, masks have just improved to, like, glitter things and this and that and see-through and it's, like, they've changed so much in those white N95 masks we all were struggling to get at first.
1: Yeah, I remember because my uh, <laughs> my sister-in-law... She worked at uh, an office where they had like a whole box of masks. So she like swiped one and sent it to to me and Michael. Uh (laughs) So we had had some because we were like looking for them. And she was like, "Uh bye, bye. I got your back. I got your back. (laughs) I won't say which sister-in-law it was because I don't want to get in trouble with her job because that's stealing. But stealing for your loved ones is different, right? No, maybe.
0: Okay, we're safe. We're safe. We're, We're still here. So uh, I, I remember I was looking for them and I couldn't find any anywhere. And so I went on the next door app and I was like, Hey, does anybody around the area that I'm in like have a mask? I just need something to be able to go out. And this man was like, yeah, sure. Just, you know, give me like, you know, your address and I'll just like send it off to you. I was like, yeah, sure. It was a handmade mask. Uh, The, the, the linings that go over your ears were straps Lace straps to panties. Literally, this person uh, had made an underwear, panty mask, and I was like, "No, thank you."
1: Oh my god! They were uh, like, they just basically like shipped you his thongs, like his used <laughs> thongs. It he knows. said, "If this doesn't turn you straight or convince you not to marry your wife, maybe your fiance." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's creepy.
0: <gasps> Where do you live, Joe? Who are your neighbors? I mean, you... I'm in West Hollywood. I don't know who's around oh, here. There's okay, probably okay, okay. Some... so you're in West
1: Hollywood. You should have known better. It, it was either going to be a lace panty thong, or it's going to be like a, a one of those like fetish dog masks, or <laughs> <laughs> a, a ball gag. Maybe a ball gag. Yes, a
0: leather daddy ball. Yeah, so or okay, so, or like you know yeah so
1: what is what are our what what is <laughs> what is our top top of the the best moments and worst moments of the year so far for you Joseph let's go with the best the top what's your top
0: i will say the best thing that has happened this year so far is probably when I took over for Dipper for you guys, I think when I got with this lovely network, the mom Network, I just think it's like, it's so interesting and so fun. And it's also really cool seeing you guys in a professional light um, and working with you guys, as opposed to like, Oh, you know, like I interview you and then I might see you, you know, at a club or see you at Mickey's or something. And I say, hi, like it's a totally different feel and vibe. And I've really gotten like, to respect you and Latrice a lot for your craft and what you guys do because I get to see the other side of it as well.
1: So what you're saying is you didn't respect us before and just used (laughs) (laughs) us as content for your... Or your show, exposed. I see. It is. Well. Ha 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 ha. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so sweet. Okay, that's a that's the right answer, Joseph. Right here on the podcast, because you know our listeners are like, where the fuck is Latrice? Why is this yeah. man's voice so high? <laughs> Where's all the laughter? Where's the ha? Ah! Actually, maybe we should just have um. We'll edit in some old laughs from previous episodes, just so that yes, our... Yes, are Yeah, maybe our fans will keep listening. You are so stupid. If you're still listening to the end of this podcast, then thank you for your loyalty. <laughs> okay, so my top for this year so far... Ooh, I have to say, I I had... The most fun, um, when I got to go to the UK to, um, film that TV show, um, which is coming out in the fall on one of those TV channels, it's ITV, I- I- ITV I- or ITV2 or ITV3 or 4 or 5, it, whatever, it's on ITV, um... <laughs> I don't know. I live here. I don't have ITV. I don't even know if I can watch me on this show anyway. Uh, but it was a lot of fun to be able to, you know, like I, it was after an entire year of like being stuck at home. And then finally I was like, you know, I got this gig and it wasn't just like a club gig because I don't know if I would have left my, left my country for a club gig, but this is like a big production and they had everything like worked out the, the paperwork, the the covid stuff and whatever. So that was a lot of fun even if I had to quarantine for 10 days. Uh it was still a really really fun project and I'm super excited for it to come out. And that was like my the highlight of my of the first part of my year. I mean I think it's going to shift for the second part of the year when I go to the Philippines, but we'll see. We'll have to you'll have to check in at the end of the year and see w- which one is my top <laughs> of the whole year. But that's, uh, that's so far that was Manila, like, a lot I think,
0: of fun. I think it would be so funny if the drag literally was just like a replication of RuPaul's Drag Race, but everything was changed. Like, so as, as opposed to Squirrel Friends, it was like, well, hi, Chipmunk friends. And so everything oh is my like, God. just right on par.
1: Oh my God. Like. Cause you know, like when, when drag race first started, it was like almost like a parody reality TV show of yes. other reality TV shows. It was like, if you like top model and liked watching models, like try to like t- do photo shoots underwater, then you'll love drag queens trying to do photo shoots underwater while we're dumping them over a waterfall. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, if you like, if you like, wasn't there even an episode, um, on season two of Drag Race where they like kind of like had the girls go all fear factor and eat like bull testicles. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was so random. It was so, what does that have to do anything with drag? No, it was just like, basically like they were like, okay, what is happening on reality TV right now? And let's just do a parody of it. So yeah, I guess a parody of a parody. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to do something different. It's going to be actually uh, from meeting with the producers. It's going to be very different. It's going to be, uh, Yeah, just don't think that this is going to be no drag race. This is going to be completely the opposite. And we're going to be speaking in a different language. So, you know, we're going to have to have subtitles.
0: <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be like the Anita Wiglet and um Kid Amin from New Zealand now. Because they hosted that show. So oh, yeah. you, get a, you get to drag be like Boys.
1: a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really excited because, you know, just just means that drag culture is expanding as as much as it possibly can you know what i mean and there's room for for even more and uh the 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 fact is like RuPaul and her show have have done amazing things for the community in l- letting all these different kinds of people like show what they're about and so i i'm i want to be able to be able to use my platform to help other people that are not going to get the reach of, of, you know, what we're used to. So that's exciting. But we're going off topic. We're talking about our tops and our chops, Joseph (gasps) Shepard. This is not your first time at the rodeo, yo. Okay, so what is your chop of the year? What's your chop of the year?
0: I'm going to chop Latrice's nuts.
1: I agree with you. First of all, Latrice's nuts literally, probably... Is why I've gained quarantine 15. (laughs) I ate a case of those things. I had so many of those nuts and I would just sit there and eat a can at a time. Um, And then we would go on to the podcast and we would talk about it for weeks.
0: It It was so funny because there would be times I would not even put Latrice's nuts in the outline because I knew that it had been talked about so much. In Manila, you would be like... Oh my gosh, I just had some of your nuts, Latrice. And I was like, Manila!
1: <laughs> We're not talking about her nuts anymore! No more nuts! <laughs> no more nuts!
0: Um
1: Yeah, well, good good, you know, lucky for you and lucky for us all, they're no longer available. Uh so but um I did with that was that is what if I win uh Last Queen Standing Espana. Then I will get whatever, like one of the cans that Latrice has stored in, like you, you know, like there's like a there's like a giant, like secured warehouse up in like Sweden somewhere that has all of the world's seeds in case there's some kind of like nuclear, uh, you know, devastation yeah. like that destroys the world and and all animals and living things. Like there is a bunker that has all the seeds in the world to regrow. Every plant that we need to survive. There's a can of Latrice's Ruby Royale nuts in that <laughs> bunker, waiting for me in case I win last queen standing España. So well, I hope we have the passcode for that bunker because I want my nuts. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: chop! You 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 can you can get those nuts and then you can put your. Um, uh pedicure toenails on your husband, and then he can proceed to tell you, you know what, Manila, I've you some are you
1: <laughs> gained some nope. weight. my husband knows better. Also, I know, I already know that I gained weight because <laughs> my drag <laughs> doesn't fit me anymore. I don't need my tu- I don't need my husband to tell me. I I can just see myself in pictures. How about that? Um. Yeah, I guess maybe that's my chop. The fact that I've literally, like, gained 100 pounds while eating Latrice's nuts and watching every episode of anything on Netflix.
0: Chop. <laughs> well, there you go. And that <laughs> is the show. So oh, thank you so gosh. much for listening to The Chop. I am Joseph Shepherd, And do not worry if you didn't like me because Latrice is going to be back for the next show.
1: Um, so make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday.
0: And you can send us an email. We might read it on the show next week. We want to hear from you. So hit us up at latrice manila at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and follow us at Joseph Shepherd and at Manila Luzon. We'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the job. Gets the job
0: forever
1: dog to listen to the chop ad-free and one day early sign up for forever dog plus at forever dog podcast.com slash plus the chop is produced by forever dog and moguls of media aka mom hosted by latrice royale and manila luzon produced by joseph shepherd editing and sound design by will pitts executive produced by big dipper willem Belli, alaska thunderfuck brett boehm Joe Filio and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.